this is true buzz That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this Yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers Even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up The perfect show for my smokers True buds Yeah Hey, what's happening? Welcome to the True Buds Show. It's your buddy Jack Wolthering here with California Clouds 420. Go follow her on Instagram. Here with Fresh from the Fresh 500. Yeah, yeah, we got a rosin bomb sitting right here. We're going to dive into some conversation about that in a little bit. But what's up, guys? Thanks for making the trip out here. Yeah, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Most definitely. For sure, for sure. So what you're doing on your Instagram page is really cool. So I've been following you for a while. I know I talked a while back, but... You're dropping content at least a post a day or? I try to, definitely. Um, consistency has definitely been key. So we try to work on as many projects as possible. Um, it's definitely been a great outlet to connect with um, different companies and stuff like that. Um, I feel like just Instagram as a platform has just been amazing because you can just put out what you feel creatively and, um, you know, get get good energy back i guess oh yeah and that's the beauty of it to me is like I, I do more youtube and the community there is awesome and really cool but i feel like it's almost easier to like reach out it, am i wrong is it easier to reach out to somebody on ig and be like what's up like because like, i feel i feel so i mean i definitely have had great success reaching out to other people i we've met a lot of uh, very cool people um along the way uh i help manage uh, her page and uh, a few others but uh yeah i mean I would say IG is the way to go. Yeah, um, some awesome people we've met along the way uh, have definitely been like other influencers, such as the Faded Kitten. She has awesome content. Um, she's in OC as well, so um, we've worked with her a lot. And um, we've also worked with Geronimo from Dream World. He's a reggae artist, and we've worked with him on some of his recent music videos and and stuff like that. It's been an awesome experience. Very cool. And I'll definitely throw those links, at least on our YouTube video, um, down below for both of those. Um, and we'll, you know, give, give them a little love. But that's awesome that the, the reggae the reggae vibe, I always need to hear new stuff. Oh, yeah. The reggae vibe's uh, real nice, especially in Venice. There's uh, seems to be a lot of people doing a lot of cool things out there. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. So you got, how is the um, OC vibe compared to the LA vibe with cannabis? Is it about the same or is it like are there any i would say i don't it's, know would you go first yeah it's a weird question <laughs> it is a weird question okay um so i guess we like to travel like from la to like san bernardino san diego and the environments is just different every place you go like there's always sessions and stuff like that so you can always find like great deals and everything um i guess just like the way they put it out i don't know what would you it's say it's like yeah it's a. Uh... They have more of like a business mind, I guess, when you go uh, to L.A. You really feel like uh, they want to, you know, push the companies and everything and get, uh, doesn't matter if it's legal or illegal, they want to, you know, get a branding behind it. And uh, I don't know, I think it's a beautiful thing because I think uh, entrepreneurship is key. Definitely. Well, that's why I'm so happy to have you both here today because I'm trying to do the same thing, essentially just creating content that 
has value for people. And that's why I'm like very pleased and honored to have you guys like talking and learning from you because I feel like everybody listening and watching can too because a lot of these people are probably on the same grind. Like how, how do you become, you know, a cannabis influencer? How do you become a manager, you know, and get sponsorship and meet these connections? It's, it's, um, it's, I don't know, I guess it's just dedication, in my opinion. Um, I just started my page by, like, literally every single day posting one thing. And you just tell yourself, okay, like, I'm going to put my energy into this. And if you work long enough and hard enough on something, like, fruits will come from that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, real talk. That's a good standard to have. And that's what helps me with my YouTube is committing to a Wednesday, Sunday video. Mm -hmm. um, but I need to make the commitment for Instagram and all in the other platforms. But like having that commitment for like, kind of sounds like you're saying, and for me, yeah. it just kind of forces you like, you got to put it out. And like oh, having yeah. a schedule, definitely. Oh, yeah. we've and that. you know, the commitment part, that's would be the hardest part for me. And uh, thank, thankfully that's not uh, my area. Uh, <laughs> my area is more figuring out where we need to go, what we need to do, the events that we need to be at and, you know, things of that nature. But uh, yeah, the commitment's key because without that, none of that would ever matter, you know? It doesn't matter who you meet if you can't show that, you know, you're going to be out there every day doing what you say you're going to do. <clears throat> you're not going to be taken seriously. So you kind of have the overall, like, game plan or kind of vision? Oh, yeah. And then I do, you know, all the camera work, things of that nature, but uh, in editing, you know. Oh, you mentioned that earlier. So yeah. um, uh, what do you use to edit? Uh, Premiere Pro. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm a Final Cut 10 newbie. I okay. just haven't wanted to embrace the learning curve. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, see, I, I've I've been thinking about trying to learn Final Cut, but I, I don't know because no, I've you're never, you're in a yeah. better you're in a better place okay. with that, man. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it's like it's All like right. iMovie, like it's really user friendly, and I and I love it. But it's like no, definitely. But to learn what you're doing would take me so much time. I'm like, oh, I'd just rather make yeah, videos. Yeah, it, it, it took time. Definitely took time, but I think it was worth it because you know there's a lot of stuff that uh, you can achieve by just you know even just a little bit of, of knowledge on uh, Adobe. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing with, like, this whole podcast. I've, like, gone into a wormhole, like, seeing stuff on the back end, learning. I'm like, okay, like, I've sank so many hours watching and learning videos. And oh, it, yeah. It's, it's a key, right? Yeah, it's exactly. A... That's what, <laughs> that's what I was telling her, yeah. It's like YouTube video after YouTube, YouTube video. video. Yeah, just self-teaching, self I guess, you know. YouTube video, or YouTube's invaluable. It's right there. It's just, like, <laughs> yeah. at your fingertips. <laughs> And you guys were saying that you're going to have a little studio yourself soon. Yes. Cool, yeah. cool. Working Definitely. on building that. That's yeah. awesome. We're working on building a platform. Uh, we already have a name for it, uh, but uh, we don't have, uh, I guess, everything necessary. Uh, but it'll be up soon. It'll be called uh, Stoner Shenanigans. It'll be uh, skits and things like that. That's catchy. That's yeah. catchy. <laughs> Comedy, entertainment, weed, everything you awesome. need. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I... Um, I don't know if you guys caught him, but I've tried to do like some stoner comedy videos and just have fun with them. And that's where I have the most fun, honestly. Right. It's like you're laughing, having fun with who's ever in it or whatever you're doing. Oh, yeah. And then it's like just a good time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's a good spot to be in the comedy. And that's what this space here is cool, too, because like Nolan and Mike, who help run the show here, they're uh, comedians as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Nolan was just saying he's like, got a show in a little bit. So they do stand up. So it's a... Uh, we gotta check that yeah, out. We gotta check that yeah, we got to. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I love stand up. Yeah, jetting right over to it right after this. Uh, we all figured out how to do all this from YouTube too. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, the oh, same yeah. hustle. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah no. YouTube is like, uh, I guess, a mini community college. I guess you could say. You, know? you just yeah. If you <laughs> ask the right question. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, my coworker was actually talking to me about that today. She's like taking a class on social media and stuff, and she's like asked me like, "Hey, we started around the same time. I see like you've built your page. Like, what have you done and everything?" And I just told her like, "I've watched so many YouTube videos on like how to build your brand, your Instagram, like yourself, like." And I don't know. That's just the only thing I guess that I've found to just learn is just keep searching, keep searching, keep going down that wormhole on YouTube. <laughs> that's a beautiful so. thing, especially when you're really stunned as well. I'm just like, all right, I'll keep watching. Oh, yeah. It's oh, five, yeah. It's 4 a.m. What am I doing right now? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try to talk to her about everything I learned. It's like, you know, <laughs> I try to jam pack four or five hours of learning, you know, and 30 minutes. <laughs> I know sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah, he'll be like, okay, I just learned all of these things about all of these lenses. Let me tell you in like five minutes. I'm like, okay. And, and the, the beauty of that too to me is like that helps when I do that, when I try to condense and explain something, it like reaffirms what I watched. It exactly. like implants it in your brain oh, even yeah. more. Like, Definitely. Definitely. So I keep staring at this rosin bomb here. So do you guys use this on the regular or what? I'll let you start. Well, yes, I definitely love this rosin bomb. Um, it's only 13 pounds, so it's like the perfect tabletop rosin press, like at home, put your nug in it, pop it out, freshly squeezed, solventless rosin, like can't get any better than that. And it's also electric. Yep. Yeah. So it's no loud noises like those hydraulic presses and it applies like 1500 pounds of pressure with these little plates and... It's just beautiful. I, I did not know these existed until like recently and I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been kind of looking around for something like that. Like I don't, you know, press the most stuff or do the most dabs or anything, but like that thing looks heavy duty, like yeah. from the way it's set up there for real. What's the ideal temp? Uh, well, see, some people say it's uh, anywhere between uh, 190 and uh, 210. Uh, I found that 210 is like the best for, you know, the yield and I like to, you know, smoke. Uh, some people say that, uh, you know, 190 is better just because whatever the extra amount that you're getting is not something that you do want to smoke, but I don't really find that to be true. Uh, I don't know. I press about like an eighth to four grams and almost about get, you know, a gram back of, you know, usable rosin, which is beautiful. And do you just put that in a micron bag or do you put it in parchment or? Actually, uh, with that little amount, you can just put it in parchment and, uh, I think, did we bring it? It's a little tiny a little thing. It's called a uh, pre-press. Yeah. I don't have it on. Is that like the metal thing that you pack it down? Yeah, yeah it's and you can make it into like a, it's not like a quarter. It's probably like a, you know, a half dollar in size. Uh, and it's pretty thick. But, I mean, you can press down a lot uh, of product with that, you know. And so so pre-press is the key to get the best yield. Yeah, and it keeps it together. But uh, the micron bags are also good, too, because it just depends on, you know, how much you're going to press or what material you're using. Because if you're going to do, like, a shake or something like that, definitely want to have those micron bags. So, and you usually press just some fresh flour? Do you grind it up first? Uh, yeah, and you definitely want to make sure it's fresh because uh, the flour, it could be good flour, but uh, if it's not fresh, I find that it will give that brown color, which is not ideal. But you can still get some good tasting stuff from that. So the best color is a nice, clear... Personally, or or, like, or so. like a light, light, uh, a light yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And it can be like, you know, uh, pretty gold, I would say, like a blonde color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And you're golden. Yeah, I just think it's like an oxidization thing. That's my opinion on it. I think that... Uh, oh, like if it goes too long. Or if it goes too yeah. long, yeah, and it just, yeah, it'll get that brown. 
So, and how long, once you hit the go button on here, it just, how long does it squish it for? It, if um, you had to say, like, a like guess. four minutes, I think, we found. Sometimes, yeah. Like, oh, so you, you set the timer? Like two to four minutes, yeah. Usually okay. you set the timer, like, on the phone or something. Two to four minutes. I'd say, like, if you do the full four minutes, you might get a little bit more, like, yield-wise. So that would be the only other benefit. Um, some people say, like, if you do it, like, on the lower temperature for, like, less time, it'll taste, like, slightly better. But I feel like that's, like, up to personal preference. And that's a crazy thing, too, is, like, you were saying earlier with, like, the 190 to 210. And, like, it, it really is all personal preference. I mean. Oh, yeah. Do you do anything with the um, stuff that you press afterwards? Do you turn it into edibles or anything? Or do well, you kind of actually, just... um, a really cool thing you can do with it is you can take it and you can put it into your own pen. So, you know, that way you know that you're, if you, you know, are into buying pens and you're kind of scared with the whole entire, you know, is this pen going to kill me uh, <laughs> uh, thing that's going on. Yeah, you can just, uh, you know, put your own stuff in there. So then you know exactly what you're getting. And uh, I have seen a few companies out there actually on Instagram that uh, do do that. They mix, um, you know, their solution in with whatever your product is and that way you know that you're getting you know nice clean stuff wow yeah very cool i've wanted to do a video about that for a, a long while but i'm oh, like yeah. this seems kind of hard was oh. my i'm like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the yeah. Process. No, yeah definitely because yeah I, there's i mean you can get really into it and uh like what is it it's called uh i can't remember the machine there's like a really cool machine that they have uh that uh, diffuses, uh, like, uh, the cannabis. And uh, I don't know exactly what it's called but uh, at the moment. But, uh, yeah, looking into all that kind of stuff, it yeah, it did get really confusing, definitely. Oh, is the Rotovape or no? No, the Rotovape, uh, that actually is pretty cool, too, in its own. Um, so, basically, uh, you can winterize um, your product. Uh, basically, what that is is you're taking, uh, you know, isopropyl or some kind of other alcohol. Uh, I think it needs to be 60% or higher. Uh, you mix that in with your wax and um, you let it freeze for a few days or, you know, a day and you take it out of the uh, freezer uh, and then you pour the solution because uh, it doesn't freeze over because it, you know, has the uh, alcohol in it. So you pour the solution into uh, a Pyrex um, or you can pour it into your Rotovape. And so what a Rotovape does is it uh, rotates and it heats up at the bottom. So that heat uh, it hits the uh, alcohol and it takes it and puts it up into another chamber, into another, um, you know, canister where it collects that alcohol that you just used, right? And so it leaves your, um, you know, cleaned uh, material. And you can take that material and you can, you know, uh, you want to take about 95% uh, of the alcohol out because you don't want to take the whole percentage out because you know how wax sticks to stuff. You don't want it sticking. So, yeah, it's a viscosity problem. So you take that uh, and you pour out your alcohol. So, you know, you have the alcohol to reuse. And then you take the uh, solution and you just, uh, you know, have your winterized wax. And they use that for food. So it's, you know, a lot cleaner. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know your stuff, man. That's thorough, though. That's what's up. Because I was thinking I would, if it was me and I was pressing, I would probably just, like, maybe take the, uh, the pucks that are left and just, like, throw them in a crock pot with some coconut oil or something. Because... Yeah, that kind of already decarbs it in a way, right? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. It heats it up, yeah, definitely. And you're doing everything right. Yeah. <laughs> if but, I had one of these, I'd be taking a lot more dabs. That's for sure. I would just sit like on my nightstand like that. Just be four minutes. Let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you do that sometimes. Like I'd be like, all right, I'm coming home from work. Like, and the press would already like you have it all heated up and everything. Squish it up and do a dab. <laughs> have you guys? 
or how did you kind of find Rosenbaum or have you used other presses before? Like, well, um, actually that was a thing. We never used another press and I was looking at this for a long time and I saw how you could do it off of a hair straightener. And, you know, I was thinking that that was really cool, but, uh, you know, how would you do it on a larger scale? So, uh, you know, and this was back, I think in 2015 or 2016, and it just came out that they had, you know, shirt presses and things like that that people were using in these, like, you know, presses from China that were, like, just crazy. And, like, there was a always a heating problem where they couldn't get the heat to evenly disperse across the, um, you know, the little panel, I guess you'd call it, the metal plate or whatever. Yeah, metal plate, yeah. And so, yeah, all these companies started coming out uh, with these rosin presses. And the first one I actually saw was, um, oh, uh burning bush it was a sasquatch uh, rosin press that was the first one i saw and i noticed that they had hydraulic uh, uh presses where you have to like pump it right and uh like manually pump it i don't think so um and not on all of them they have other other versions where i think it's like you just press a button and it, and it like starts it up setup, yeah. but uh this when i saw this i was like this is where it's at this <laughs> is simple you just press a button it's fully electronic and i mean there's no there's no sound no nothing to it i mean it's just it's so quiet i mean you could literally run this interview right now and be like you know you doing you wouldn't even know that it was happening you know i mean it's that quiet so uh, for me, you know, and living, you know, where we do, people like it quiet. I like it quiet. So this is perfect. That's what's up. And yeah. like I said before, you could tell that thing is heavy duty. Like, oh, yeah. But it, it, it yeah, it is. It, but it still doesn't weigh that much, which I thought was kind of like crazy. Yeah. It, it's it like looked perfect like it would for like traveling lot. too. Like we went up to Central California and brought it with us and it was easy. You just tossed it in the car and went. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Is that your guys' uh, what, what are your favorite ways to smoke? Or preferred dab. I see. I know you do a lot of uh, vape content, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I really like Big Bang Carts. Um, I've been vaping on them like literally every day since I like met them like a few months back. Um, they have like really clean carts, um, like lab tested everything, um, which is really hard to come by these days. Like especially with all the like vaping scares and everything. Um, I actually like did a post recently on Instagram just like about vape awareness and everything, just trying to tell people like. You know, um, it's okay to smoke vape pens as long as they're lab tested and they're good to go because it's like everyone's or people are like dying or having health issues, but it, they're dying from the black market carts. And it's like everyone just looks at carts like as they're all the same, but they're not like and you just you need to be informed about it. So, you you know, what you're smoking. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we saw a lot of those uh, carts uh, first pop up a lot of those uh, sessions uh in like the uh, package form of exotic or dank yeah and uh you know i mean it's not a funny matter but uh one of the funnier things that we did uh find out uh, is there was um, a post i forget uh, where it came from but it was uh, in like the google feed how you get all those like you know posts that come down and they just tell you about uh, the world from uh, different uh you know news outlets uh it was saying that uh, 66 percent of the cases were coming from one company and they're actually not a real company they just are a packaging company and the packaging company is called Dank, and they don't actually sell any real material, real like legitimate anything. carts. Yeah, yeah, they just they just sell the packaging, and then people buy it and put their own things in there. So when people are buying these, they think that they're buying it from a reliable, you know, legitimate company, and it's no one's. It's just, yeah, it's just who knows where exactly. or what it. And that's why it's awesome. I've made some videos myself, and that's why it's really cool that you made those posts. Is like just raising awareness because it's like. Vapes, they're still good vapes. I mean, I have one in my pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Have you guys actually... Uh, I've got this like two days ago. One of the stizzies. Do you guys ever use those? We've tried those. Yeah, they're not they're pretty bad. solid. It's the same thing. Like you just have to make sure you're getting the legit carts. Cause um, like a few months back, we used to get like a delivery service, and I thought I was getting like the real stizzies, but nope. Like oh really? They look like it, but they the whatever they filled it with was not legitimate stizzies. So. I've had some people hit me up on like a couple of my videos and leave comments like, oh, I just ordered through. I've done some ease videos and a couple other um, videos and like, you know, I just got a cart. I don't, doesn't seem real. And that's where it's like, I don't know. I, there should be an easier way to test, but. There's a pretty good way. Um, it's just, in my opinion, it is a little expensive. And I mean, there's reasons for that. I mean, with all the new laws and regulations and, you know, the new taxes on marijuana, they're going to have to up the price, uh, you know, if you're going to be going through a legitimate source uh, legally. And uh, there's a great clinic. It's called uh, Mankind. It's in uh, San Diego. They have legal stuff, um, and you can tell um, the legitimacy because they have uh, strips and, like, barcodes on the side, but it's actual, like, stickers that, like, lift off of the... Uh, the packaging. The packaging, yeah, uh, because it's, like, you know, they actually have to, you know, barcode them, and, you know, you can find out where it's been lab tested and who has been lab tested by all these things, and you... If you buy them, they're like seventy, eighty, ninety dollars for just you know a one gram cart. But the difference is like mind blowing. Um, just like quality, taste wise, and then like just to like for me having that trust that I know that something I'm buying has been like reviewed by their purchasing team, lab tested, like tested by their team, you know, and then finally in my hands. Then like that comfort is worth the extra twenty, twenty five dollars, like. For me, I'm going home happy. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you know, that's what, you know, you need to know. Because uh, if it's like, if it's, you know, 20, you know, 30, 40 dollars, they can't possibly do that. You know, lab testing it, sending it to a distributor and then, you know, sending it back to, you know, the clinic and, you know, having it come from the farmer. Because every single time that those, you know, hands are getting passed, it's getting taxed. And I'm pretty sure it's getting taxed at, uh, you know, whopping 30 percent. So that's why it's going to be, you know, a drawn up price. But, yeah, it is, you know, nice it's to know. Yeah. yeah. That you're getting uh, the right that's, thing. That's awesome that we're talking about this, too. So people kind of see because I'm with you, too. It's like. If if I'm paying an extra whatever it is for the peace of mind and a better high. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah, if you look at how those pens are made, too, it's they're, you know, mixing them with, with, with the, you know, certain things. So when you buy these fake ones, you're not getting, you know, all the concentrate. You're getting maybe 0.5 of the concentrate mixed with whatever else they want to put in that pen to make it look nice. So you're still paying, you know, <laughs> your eighty, you ninety dollars yeah. a gram, <laughs> either which yeah. way you slice it, yeah. And it, and it's hard too because a lot of them, like this one, seems solid to me that I just got, but it's like a lot of them I still can't get that flower or like dab high. It's it's, which is kind of with a oh, vape, yeah. you know. But it's like take some. Sometimes if I'm puffing too much, I'm like, is this thing really what I paid for? Forty bucks for this half gram? What's going on? True. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say one brand we just tried recently was Raw Gardens and like. Literally one hit of that feels like you're hitting a dab, and it was seventy dollars for a full gram. But I'll take that. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I've never had like something that tasted or you know blew my mind that much. Uh, or just when it comes to you know vape pens. But uh, yeah, Rock Gardens. Oh, Rock Gardens. I'll have to give yeah. that a shot. My favorite I've tasted to date is uh, I believe it was Jetty, but it's a Sage and Sour. Okay. And when I and when I puffed on that one, it was like I was hitting a pipe or something. I got like that full like 
flavor. Uh, okay. Like, and I was like, okay, this is my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I like ingrained in my I'm like sage and sours where it's at. I'm pretty sure it was Jetty, but oh yeah. Jetty. Okay, we're gonna have to remember that. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna to do it. a video coming up where uh, we compare like a bunch of different vape cartridges like next to each other. So um, we'll definitely have to look out for the brand. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, and uh, another thing too about uh, I guess why you don't get that full weed effect is because the winterization thing that I was talking about earlier, that's uh, one of the things that they use to, you know, make these pens. Um, so they will add in the terpenes afterwards, right? So the terpenes can come from anything. They can come from any kind of fruit, you know, anything with basically flavor. So uh, they put in terpenes that aren't from actual cannabis in a lot of the pens. And that's, you know, where you're going to have that taste issue, that's where you're going to have, like, the... I don't really feel like, you know, this is going to get me to that level, but uh, the cannabis terpenes, the ones that are actually derived from cannabis, those cost a lot more. Well, I think three times more. So, yeah. yeah, you know, if you want to cut costs, it's a great way to, you know, cut costs is not to use them. So the companies that actually go that extra length and use the actual cannabis terpenes, those are... Uh, good companies in my opinion and that's and those are the ones that are going to last probably right as oh well. yeah especially oh, yeah, now definitely. after this whole scare and exactly. epidemic thing is like yeah. there's going to be a lot of people weeded out but the people who've been doing it right are going to be mm-hmm. in a good place hopefully oh, yeah. i mean and that's the thing for them too is all the extra taxes and stuff but it's cool that i feel like everybody understands that like it is what it is mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have to pay maybe a little more but oh yeah it's part of the game right now in terms of at least the legal market exactly yeah it's like a service like to the people and stuff so it's like i don't know like don't you want to do right by your customers in my opinion like i would want to i'd want to give them the best thing possible and you know just have that understanding like you said you know you're paying more but we're doing something great so why not so yeah, was, uh, oh, yeah. Go, go buy a fake one or buy some real shit. Yeah, like, definitely, <laughs> definitely, yeah. That's what's up, though. Yeah, I, I've since I moved, I've been out here for about four years coming on, but I've um, doing a lot more vapes out here. But in where I was before Kansas, there were still tons of vapes out there. But it was, of course, it's all black market. But a lot of those still I were legit, and I could get the flavor. I feel like sometimes you can tell it. It almost feels like. I don't know if this is the right term, but watered down. If we, like you're talking to yeah. terpenes earlier, like this kind of seems kind of like a artificial flavor. Yeah. Like you're smoking exactly. a Kool-Aid and, packet. And that's, that's like, where you get that from. Because yeah. as soon as you winterize your product, I actually did that experiment when I was uh, 18. I uh, had, uh, you know, I winterized my stuff and I made it into uh, like this gold, almost like amber, but see-through, nice like nuggets, right? And when I first had it, it was brown. Like, it was literally brown. It was not looking nice at all. And then it was looking beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is like gold. And then I smoked it, and I'm like, ah, you know, there's no flavor whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, that's where it comes from. And uh, I guess somehow uh, in a rotovape, they they do this. They they can take – I guess it may not be in a rotovape, but they they can take the um, rotovape material, right, the material that's been washed with the uh, alcohol. They can take the terpenes, and then they can re-add them back in the terpenes that they've already separated too. So they can still use it to wash and still preserve the terpenes from the cannabis. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that's uh, on a different level, and uh, that's, I think, with the machine that I was talking about, that's what that does. It splits the two. Do you think with that substance, with this, like, 5% alcohol or whatever you're saying, um, could you use that as is as a tincture, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. 
Do you guys ever do tinctures, or how do you guys feel about edibles, tinctures, all that? Um, I love edibles. I, <laughs> personally, I mean, I do, but like, and then I, I guess I, I do and I don't. Uh, I don't like buying them um, anywhere, really. I mean, even off of clinics, I don't like buying them. It's just, for me, it's not strong enough. Uh, so I actually like make my own drink. And uh, the drink, it's like uh, basically um, concentrated, uh, you know, cannabis within a drink. And uh, all you have to do is just uh, get chocolate, right? And uh, you can infuse the chocolate with as much concentrate as you want. Um, and then you could use something like, you know, coconut oil. It'd be perfect if you melted it into coconut oil and you drink it. And, uh, yeah, something else. I mean, you'll be lit for like two, three days. And I'm not joking. <laughs> like, you'll wake up. Stoned. It's <laughs> annoying, actually. <laughs> I've done it a few times. I, I, I'm with you. That's that's yeah. my personal favorite is coconut oil in a smoothie. I find it's the easiest and best way. Yeah. And then just, and it's kind of healthy. Mm-hmm. That's not why I do it. It's just yeah. easy. It's, and it tastes good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've taken straight up scoops of the coconut. But, yeah, it's hard to sometimes get, you always wonder, too, like, when you're taking edibles. Or at least me, I'm like, that's why I've done some reviews and tests because I'll take some and I'll wait a while. Like, okay. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. For the most part, they're pretty good for me. I uh, Somehow I still, as many edibles as I take, I have a pretty low, like 30 milligrams will still get me like pretty solid. Okay. Like if I want to get like rocked, like 50 milligrams will like hit me hard. Okay. But like my sweet spot's like 20, 30, 35, depending mm-hmm. on it. But, but they all depend. Like I don't know about, if, like you've bought some, it says 100 mm-hmm. milligrams and I take like 50 sometimes. I'm like, this is like 20 of this other product. That's that why I'll never, I never buy any edibles at a session, except for one company I actually do buy it from. Uh, it's called Karma's Kitchen. They make actually really good stuff. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's like it, homemade. They still package it nicely, but it, it feels homemade, you know. And, uh, yeah, they make coffee and, you know, things of that nature. But uh, besides that, yeah, I really don't buy um, edibles at sessions because, yeah, you don't know what they're putting into it. It's the same thing. You know, you want to see what you're getting at that point. So, uh, yeah, I, I love to uh, – I don't know. <laughs> I love to eat edibles. <laughs> yeah, for me, I feel like it's like they either hit me or they don't. Like I'll either take like something that says it's like 50 or 100 milligrams and I just like won't feel anything or I'll take something that's like 100 or 200, and then it's like, all right, you're done. Yeah, it's like, like you're done out. for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, the, the chocolate one he made, uh, I put like in hot chocolate, and I was just so lit. Like, I think I like that. I blacked out from being just like so high, and then like woke up and was like still super high. I'm like, not going in the world the next day. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, perfect nothing. for the uh, holiday season coming up. Get a little. Uh, medicated hot chocolate in your system oh yeah yeah i I like doing it with coffee uh you know she doesn't like coffee so i i I like coffee though so i just make like a mocha type thing and yeah i go to town yeah i got a cannabis infused coffee it was only 10 milligrams the other day i was like kind of cool like the the weed didn't really hit me because it was 10 milligrams with a cold brew the caffeine hit me i'm like okay oh yeah oh yeah The perfect oh. holiday gift and you just like give it to everyone like just you don't even have to tell them just be like here you go like <laughs> enjoy <laughs> <laughs> oh there's all like there's like christmas morning everybody just passed out under the tree or something weird right. like, that'd be awesome presents though like just christmas morning like going down and just getting a big box of edibles oh, yeah. cartridges and everything like I don't know. I, I have a, I have a big family and a lot of younger siblings, so Christmas for me, like my favorite part is just seeing all these kids like rip stuff open, and that's how I'd be if I had some edibles and shit oh, over yeah. there. So, oh yeah. 
Yeah, when I was, uh, I guess, when I was 17, um, I, you know, I was smoking a little bit, and my mom, she, you know, she knew that uh, I was, and she just didn't like it, you know, that I was, like, smoking uh, in the first place, but she didn't like how I was smoking outside. She was like, you know, I, I want you to kind of come inside if you're going to do that, and, uh, you know, I need to, need to get you, like, a clinic card to make this legal, because I actually, you know, had uh, ADD, ADHD. Uh, and they were giving me like some pills for that. And for me personally, when I'm stoned, I can I can zone in on what I'm doing, you know, and I can concentrate. So I wasn't eating. It was like a horrible, you know, experience uh, on the pills. So you know, she was like, let's just try something, like something else. So you know, that's what we decided to try. And I was pretty stoked about it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, she wanted to take me somewhere. I was reading all about it. I mean, I was studying, studying, studying. You know, YouTube. Of course, and uh, I, you know, found out some stuff. Actually, it was on Reddit that uh, you could get a caregiver's license, and that caregiver's license could be gotten, you know, by someone like my mom, and then she could uh, get me a clinic card under her name, right? And that's the way I got in uh, to be able to go into clinics at 17. And, you know, everyone thought it was, like, so cool because, you know, 17 years old walking into the clinic, <laughs> getting whatever I wanted. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, when we walked in, it was funny because uh, – the first thing she saw, she was like, you know, on the fence about it, like debating the whole entire time. Like, should we be here? Should we not? Should we be here? Should we not? And then we walk in and like, it's a bunch of bongs, you know, just like a shit ton of bongs, like everywhere up on the wall. And, you know, it's like so cool. It's all like lit up. She, she's all like, oh, you know, she's like kind of calming down. And then like we turn and she sees the Mona Lisa, right? And it's like the Mona Lisa with like a huge like neon blunt in her mouth. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh. And like she, you know, wants to like leave instantly. I'm like, calm down, calm down. Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't know, somehow <laughs> we walked out with it. <laughs> and yeah, so now it's, uh, you know, years later. And uh, she actually now has taken it upon herself to uh, smoke. So she's now like my little experiment whenever I'm growing, you know, anything, whenever we're growing anything, whenever we're doing anything, you know, working with a new company, you know, talking about, you know, whatever. She always wants to get on the conversation, try a little bit here and there. and. It's funny, though, because, you know, I we smoke all the time. We don't have a lot of people in our lives just at the moment that just don't smoke that much. I mean, we just, you know, are always busy, you know, doing this cannabis lifestyle. So uh, she's that person. My mom is like that person that doesn't, you know, smoke almost anything. Like she'll have one hit of a pen and like two hours you know she's just like oh my gosh like you know she's laughing at jeopardy which is like not funny <laughs> whatsoever that's, i mean yeah that, that's awesome though because it gives you that not many people can see that other perspective of having somebody in their lives like that like where you're saying maybe testing a new product or trying something exactly. it's like good to see it from somebody who's not in in the trench oh, yeah. like doing it every day that's, exactly and what you said too with like the add and helping you hone in on what you're doing like the natural remedy is like that's something that's bothered me a lot is like having good friends and even kids in my little brother's grade he's young as hell like all prescribed to all this stuff i'm like damn like yeah it can mess you up yeah yeah, yeah it really can yeah like i saw this story um same thing like on on social media this lady named tracy ryan um she started this foundation called saving sophie and it all started with her daughter who had cancer and she or her daughter was just going in and out of like surgeries and chemo like all her life and everything and they finally decided to turn to cannabis to see like if anything like could help like her at this point and stuff and so um you know it, it worked it worked for her daughter and everything and 
now she's like, um, she recently, I saw her post the other day, her daughter's now finally completely off chemo and just using like the cannabis tinctures and it's just saved her life and so many other kids like that just have been told like, hey, like, you know, like this is how much time you have to live, you know, and that's definitely like really hard and stuff. And so to like see that cannabis is helping so many people like in the medical field is just like honestly like a miracle. And there needs to be like more people out there that that do that, you know, so just bringing awareness to everything. So, yeah, but I think it's awesome. And that's for real, too. And it makes me when you're talking there saying that makes me wonder, like, now people are getting a little more open about it and being like, and it's still a close off subject, but like how many people in the past 50, 100, however many years lost out because of the stigma, because of the laws? It's, I haven't really thought about that. It's kind of sad, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah like, no, definitely. And it's like, the, you know, what we're losing out on construction, things like that. I mean, you know, like apparently they're trying to make like a, they're not even trying to make it. It's already uh, made. Uh, they're just trying to push it. Uh, it's called a uh, hempcrete, apparently. It's like a concrete made out of hemp and, uh, you know, well, yeah. mixed in with hemp. And uh, apparently it's stronger than actual concrete. So, I mean, I don't know why we're not using that. And it's cheaper because, you know, you're mixing in hemp, which is a cheaper, you know, mm -hmm. product. And it's like you're concrete. already growing the plants, so why not? Exactly. Use and apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently you can grow, uh, like, what was it? It was like 10 times more um, wood with uh, hemp than you can with an actual tree. So if you were to just make, you know, uh, fields of hemp, uh, with the same amount of, you know, acres that you would have, like let's say you had five acres, you know, um, and you just had trees on those five acres versus if you had hemp, you could get more wood, you know, off the hemp, way more than you would off of the actual trees. And that's due to how long it takes to grow hemp. You can grow hemp trees in four or five months that are massive, you know what I'm saying? And a real tree takes years, you know? So that's also another thing. And I guess uh, Queen Elizabeth, one of the queens <laughs> in England, used to behead people if they wouldn't grow hemp in their uh, backyards because <laughs> they were using it, you know, to make to make everything, ropes, ships, everything, and, you know, seeds to for protein, everything, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's very interesting you kind of blew my mind there but it makes perfect sense with the harvest time and everything you got to wait so many years we can rotate probably however many crops oh, yeah. to damn. yeah because people would be surprised i mean you think that like you know everyone is like home growing you know most people they're not farmers so you, you're thinking that you know you can only grow like a four or five foot plant you know in your house and it's like well just put that thing outside you can grow you know 11 foot monster you know it's up to it's up to you the sun and the soil so do you guys grow you're kind of saying some yes uh, yes yeah. yeah we had a little grow series going on for a little bit there uh we had to kind of take a break we had just moving situations life but uh it's going good yeah, i hope we can get back into it we uh worked with a bunch of different companies uh recently we did uh white widow grow and then we just did like a mini like early mist grow um but I really love um, working with like VivoSun. They have great products and Mars Hydro as well have like great lights. So we've definitely done good with that. Yeah, and that's uh, that's another thing about uh, about managing. Uh, VivoSun was like actually um, like, you know, a necessity, honestly, uh, just to start everything. They were so helpful. Uh, they um, decided that, uh, you know, they wanted to work with us. They were going to, you know, help us out with some of the products that we needed to, uh, you know, push us forward and, and, and help us grow. They actually cut a deal with us. We, we wanted to buy some products, and they helped us, you know, get 
to where we needed to be. And uh, I just thought that was amazing. And uh, every single one of their products that we have gotten from them, you know, and I'm not obligated to say anything now, we, we filled our obligation. But every single one of their products, I mean, they work beautifully. And, you know, for they sell budget tents, you know, and, and, and lights and stuff like that. And for a budget tent, I mean, it's worked perfectly. We've had it for two years. And I mean, I plan on having it, you know, and using it in the future, you know, I it's held like up still everything. Looks brand new. Yeah, it still like looks brand new. Like the day that we got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> everything. So, yeah, no, they were like really sticky helpful. Sticky zippers, nothing. Like, yeah. I, I need to. I'm a little jealous because I need to get my own going. I just don't have quite the space for it right now. But like you're saying, a little tent can go a long way. But I'm just like I just got to start my own grow. I have some oh, friends yeah. that grow, but it's it's a dedication too, yeah. right? But it's, oh yeah. But it's rewarding it seeing it happen. It, it is rewarding. <laughs> it definitely is full. But Vioson is the way to go. If, you, if you're going to start up, definitely go there. They have, like, little small, like, tent setups. I mean, you can get, uh, I think their smallest one was, like, a 3x3 three three or something mm -hmm. like that. It, and then they have, like, the triangle tents, yeah, you know? Yeah, the corner ones, You can just yep. put it in the corner. I mean, you could fit it right, mm, probably, like, behind your, if you scoot up just a little bit, yeah. you know? You could yeah, fit it right behind That's probably the play for me. Yeah. That's probably what I got to get going it's, on. It's perfect. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, like it's like a best right buy there. of grow supplies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I've learned a lot from the people I've done video, or one of the main dudes, Chris, who I've done grow videos with has taught me a lot, but kind of the biggest thing he's taught me is like, dude, it just takes uh, dedication, really, and putting the time in. And... Yeah, it, it definitely does. Um, I would say, and it, it's it's hard, I mean, you, back to the dedication thing, I, I would say that you had a lot of, uh, you know, dedication towards it when it came to getting the lights and the timing and the water and all that kind of stuff, because, I mean... You have to do it right. There's like a, just so many details, I feel like, because it's like, okay, for the water, you want to use distilled water. So like I'd be going out to Albertsons like every day, bringing in like jugs back, like up the stairs, like bringing in water and then just like the light schedule because like we both work like doubles all the time. So it's like, all right, whoever's home, like are you turning off the lights like at the right times? Like are they on? Stuff like that. And then just nutrients. I felt like, you know, it's you either – give it a little too much or not enough you never know so just like being on top of it or like just the deficiencies like okay like what is this like okay more i don't know nitrogen more oh yeah yeah magnesium I and i mean also the the struggle of uh having outlets that can't support the amount of lights and air conditioning <laughs> and everything else and fans and oh my gosh but yeah i mean we had lights blow out we would have run a timer, but, you know, didn't want to plug anything else into the outlet. And then, yeah, the water situation wasn't possible. <laughs> I mean, it's either go to Alperson's to get water or try to get a huge, you know, 10-gallon jug sitting outside with the net over it so bugs don't get in it. You know, people are going to be like, what the hell is this guy doing? doing so, yeah. yeah, not an option. <laughs> and that's kind of what I took from my boy, too, is because he's like, every year you learn. Like, what, like, what you just said is like, just dropping knowledge on me and like, that next year or your next grow will be Even that much better, better yeah. right? It's like you, you, you just learn in through and 10 years from now, your grows will be the shit. Oh, yeah. If they're not already. On. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my, I, I wouldn't say our grows are the shit, but uh, I mean, they're getting there. They're definitely getting there. Um, we, uh, well, I have a good friend and she just met him recently. So I'd say you have a good friend too now uh that uh used to teach me how to grow back in the day um actually i i like computer stuff so uh that's where i have the background and you know the editing and stuff like that and so uh back in the day I used to go to computer uh, game store 
and uh, I got kicked out because I was rolling a joint in the bathroom, and they like saw <laughs> they saw like a few little pieces of weed, and they were like, "Get out!" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And you know, it, it's a place for stoners. Everyone there is like everyone or every other person there is a stoner, and you know, I just felt it just felt horrible. So, anyways, I left, and I I there was no place to go for like a year, year and a half, and then so like this little small small place opened up. Everyone's like, oh, dude, like, you should go. Like, this guy smokes, and, like, he's, like, really cool, and, like, he's, like, the manager, and, like, you'd be fine if you went there. And so I'm like, all right. So, like, I go, and, like, you know, I, I'm sitting there, and, uh, you know, I just get up, and I go to the back alley, and I just see this dude just, like, sitting there smoking. I'm like, oh, hey, like, what's up, man? And, you know, I, I've never smoked a, a dab before in my life. Never. Didn't even know what that, like, it existed, right? And so he's just smoking, and he's all like, hey, like, I'm like, you smoking a joint? I'm like, or he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, I have one too. You mind if I spark up? Like, I was like, try this. And, like, I forget what it was, but it was something good. Like, I had some good stuff. And uh, he passed me his, and he told me that it had, like, wax in it or something. And I was like, wax? Like, you know, what's that? And so, like, you know, I hit it. And, like, I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, you know, it just was like, oh, my God. Because, like, it was really good stuff. Even, like, by today's standards, like, I've seen some good stuff. And, like, this was still good stuff. And I just couldn't believe, like, I was, like, this high off. It was just, like, one hit. And then so, like, yeah, after that, he, like, actually was the one who told me about the drink and, and how to make that drink. Uh, then I blacked out the first time I actually ever had it. Um, <laughs> I, I fell asleep in the computer chair, and I don't know what, what happened. But, I mean, it was crazy. And then they asked me if I was okay the next day, and I'm like... I made the drink that you told me how to make and like yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a good he's a good grower and he gave me a book. I gave it to her, so it's like I passed it on and I actually owe it to him and I told him I was like, I'll keep pristine like care of this book and it is nice. It looks very nice and so if you're watching, it's nice man, I promise. <laughs> uh and so yeah, after she's done with it I'm gonna give it back. But uh that is, you know, I guess instrumental in making this these first two grows that we've done together you know success success yeah yeah say like anytime like i saw something on the leaves i'm like all right let's look the look it up like what could be wrong you know it's definitely definitely helps yeah so i mean all it takes is just a good buddy and a good book and you know anyone can do it and people should try because that's where you're gonna get the good stuff that's where you're gonna get the best deal on the good stuff uh, and you, you know? know like we're saying earlier you know where it's coming from you exactly and it's like that yeah you know where the water feeling, is coming yeah. from yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that's why it's like yeah. yeah that's so nice i really gotta start doing my own and and just, oh, yeah. like, the satisfaction, too, of, like, smoking something that you grew. You're like, I grew this. Like, this is awesome, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your time, your labor, and it's just, like, yeah, the most rewarding thing that I haven't felt yet, or I imagine it would be. Yeah, no, it, it is. <laughs> it's really rewarding, yeah. And it, it, it's fun. It's just, like, it's so hard to be patient, especially the first time you do it. You just always want to, like, snip one off the bottom. You're just like, don't do it. Like, don't do it. But, like, it's yeah, it's really hard. I do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Now, now on these first two, how many plants were you doing? Oh, okay. So the first one? The first one was, um, like, we had five seeds, and then, like, one, like, just didn't do too well. It was, like, four good ones and, like, one little baby plant. It's, like, seven grams at <laughs> yeah. the end. Yeah. yeah, the little baby plant, yeah. And then um, the second grow, um, we just did two plants. We just, like, wanted to, like, focus more, like, on the two and just, like, see like what can we perfect a little bit more what can we do better and stuff and then um, like you said like we we're in the process of moving and stuff so we just wanted to make sure it's like more manageable and stuff yeah, and then we did like we did a few experiments too on the stuff uh just like you know just for our own personal knowledge nothing that we really documented um 
uh, one of the experiments was the bags. Remember, we we hung up, uh, you know, one of the plants and kept it in the tent, and then we you know bagged the other one because we didn't really have, like I said, all the equipment necessary, and we just got a bunch of equipment, you know, and uh, it was just not in the books to try to buy, you know, a humidifier and things of that nature. So. We wanted to see which would be the best way to do it. If you just left it in the bag, you know, to uh, cure, or if you just left it hanging for two weeks and then put it in a jar to cure. And then, like, so we tried it, and the results were kind of staggering. Honestly, the the stuff in the bag didn't like come out too well. Like, just considering, you know, the stuff in that was hanging in the uh, closet came out way better. It just looked nicer first off because it like had like the, you know, nice nug look since like gravity just did its work. And then also, yeah, because the other stuff in the bag was more airy. And then also it just dried out a lot faster. So, you know, and I was checking it every day. But the stuff just, in the tent, right? The stuff in the bag. It dried out faster yeah, than the tent? because okay, the wow, tent wow. stuff, the, we still left the leaves on, all the oh, stuff, okay. and just left it drooping, you know, as a whole plant. So the, all the moisture, you know, in the middle of the plant and everything was all kind of sticking to one place. Okay. And that's what I think, you know, did it up. So to anyone out there, you know, listening, don't rush the process of, of drying and curing. If you do that, your flavor, your everything is kind of going to be like tanked. Uh, and it's and it's tempting like it'd be like that's like falling before the finish exactly. line you put in all the work all the work yeah just just be a little patient yeah because it's not worth it it's yeah. totally not worth it because it's just not going to come out the way you want you'd be like why and it's because it dried out before it was ready and those are some golden nuggets of uh wisdom there for anybody starting oh, yeah. their own grow and uh, and that's where i need to step it up and do mine i keep saying that but it's like everybody if they could have their own grow have their own you know, rosin press, be pressing their own stuff, making their own vapes. Like that is the most ideal. I mean, shout out to everybody who has dispensaries and doing their stuff. But if you could yeah, source yeah. it all yourself, that's, that's yeah, it's the most ideal. a lot of it. I mean, it'd be hard to, it'd be hard to keep yeah, up with a lot yeah, of our it takes, would. I assume to like, yeah, it would, you need to be doing pretty serious. <laughs> definitely. I mean, cause it's like what it, we did the auto flowers and we can get those out in like about three months. I would say well, three, three months, years, two like weeks. Growing and then like curing time. Oh yeah. Curing time too. And that's about a month and a half. So month and yeah, a half curing about time. five months. Oh damn. But like we said, we could get it on a cycle so you could stagger it. You know what I'm saying? So you could have it down to every three months that you're getting product like, you know, into certain stages, but you're, you're able to smoke every three months because of the product that you already have. Before. Yeah. Like if you like prep it, like if you start like the seedlings, like while your other exactly. batch is like finishing up type thing. And that's yeah. what gets hard. That's like the dedication. But I mean, if you're just, you know, getting a good soil and you're just slapping it up and you have some nice windows, you know, you don't mind the neighbors like kind of peeping what you're doing. Then, I mean, you, you could do it with just, you know, some nice water and just uh, the sunlight, so. Yeah. Did, did you, but you used uh, lights, correct? Yes. You didn't, you didn't, because I was asking yes. my, he's like, he's like, I wouldn't recommend doing just sunlight. He said yeah. he's never done it by the window. He yeah. would rather just put it outside if he's going to do that. That's yep. kind of what he exactly. was saying. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. if I could, yeah, i get it outside. Definitely like rather put it outside. Yeah. But uh, no, I, yeah, patio would be wouldn't be bad. But yeah, more ideal just wherever the most amount of sunlight coming from all directions is, so. Sure. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, well, I don't know. What, what would you say about uh, the lights? I definitely like it. Like, um, up until this point, like, I didn't even think it was, like, an option to, like, oh, like, I can grow something of my own. So, like, having the tent and the lights, like, in your house where you can, like, monitor it every day, like, I, I think it worked out well, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So. And, like, uh, you know, uh, heat is a huge issue, though, when you have lights in the tent and if you're uh, using um uh, halid or what is it called uh h oh my gosh i can't think of the name um anyways if you're using led lights it's really really cool 
like uh, considering other lights out there are really really hot uh leds are like one of the coolest lights you could possibly get um they have really good light penetration um if the lights are tailored to specific like settings because there's like little things called diodes in the light and those are going to be different colors and so the colors that are the you know uh, that are different they they do different things um i think blue is like going to be your hottest um, color and that's also going to be you know what uh what helps the light actually penetrate the canopy of you know the buds so there's also now a cool new thing that they're doing it's called the white light remember the white leds yeah we got one of those from mars hydro and it's supposed to be more of like a full spectrum light so it's hitting like every possible I guess, like, spectrum for your plants. Um, so they are still kind of new and, and everything. Yep. But and then you remember why it's uh, white? Yeah. Because it has the RGB. Yeah, uh, yeah, blue, but right? it's an equal amount of RGB. So it's an equal amount of red, green, and blue. And apparently that tricks the eye into seeing a white color. Okay. So, sure. yeah. Right. So they're doing a bunch of cool stuff with that. But uh, we did read that... Uh, um, the LED lights, they have a problem because they don't have the UV lighting. So that UV lighting, it kind of, you know, it's the stuff that you want to, the reason that you want to put on a uh, lotion, you know, so you don't burn your skin. Uh, that actually, you know, burns plants too. So they have to have a natural defense. And that's what the THC is. That's what, you, you know, all the, te- or uh, what is it called? Uh, trichomes. Okay. That's why those, you know, uh, form and then burst all over the bud in like, you know, in a syrupy kind of fashion because it wants to cover the nug and, you know, help it not get burnt from the sun apparently so um yeah other lights they do have uv in them so those lights will produce higher tetramone you know rating than the led lights that's one drawback of led but like i said if you don't want if you're especially if you're doing it in your room and you don't want to run the air conditioning and waste a bunch of money on air conditioning you can't get away with fans and just an led light it's you know. so rock, rock the leds yeah, for sure. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. Like, your school me on some lighting there that's what's up oh yeah and um as we're wrapping up here i just want to say thanks again um california clouds 420 please go follow her, her on instagram um fresh from the fresh 500 i really appreciate you guys coming out today kicking it you know dropping some knowledge on me i've learned a lot from you guys today so and also too um once you guys start your youtube channel i will put you guys i'll do a little i have it like on the featured side of the youtube page um i'll just throw your guys's channel on there so if you're on true buds tv watching just go to and you're on a desktop i don't know if it's on mobile but just go pop to the right side click that and go check them out because i'm excited to see the videos you guys got coming out that'd be awesome thank you we really appreciate you having us here yeah definitely thank you thank you guys it's been fun for real thank you oh yeah this is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners, and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests, in the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers, even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up, the perfect show for my smokers True Buds